on the bench. People didn't pay much attention to her when she sat on the bench. It was set a bit back from the path, under three cedar trees whose needles she was always having to brush off onto the ground. If she squinted straight ahead, she barely noticed the gray strip of the path in front of her, seeing only the trees, sheathed in underbrush, poking into the sky. She could spend hours there, completely alone, even the sounds of cars and the neighborhood kids muted by the trees. A 30-second walk would take her back out onto the street. She could pretend it wouldn't, though. Freddie wasn't supposed to go into the woods alone. It was a rule she'd been ignoring since kindergarten. No one had ever tried to hurt her here. It was cooler under the trees, but not by much. No one was in the woods. Freddie reached the bench and slid down onto it and curled up and squinched her face into her knees, and then she just cried for a long time. A crow gave a short, harsh caw from somewhere close, and she thought, go away, and then, it's not fair, why can't they just... She didn't think they would ever be able to just. It hadn't always been like this. They had fought before but everyone's parents fought. It was this last year that had been all screaming and freezing and throwing things. Maybe the D word wouldn't be such a bad thing. No, that's not true. They're supposed to love each other. People could stop loving each other. Jonathan's parents had, and Rochelle's. But it's not fair. This isn't how it's supposed to work. She wrapped her arms around the backs of her knees and drew in a shuddering breath. She really hated crying like this, fighting not to make a sound while the tears streamed down her cheeks to pull on her thighs. But she hated crying the way Mel did more. All that noise was embarrassing. The crow caught again. Freddie became aware she was not alone on the bench. She wasn't sure what she noticed first, she couldn't have sworn the person hadn't been there when she arrived. In fact, thinking about it afterwards, she was almost certain the bench had been occupied all along. But the cawing was a sound from outside her net of misery, and it made her notice other sounds too, and one was the slight scrape of a foot against gravel, not far away. Freddie turned her head slightly without raising it from her knees and peered out through swollen eyelids and her mane of curly hair. A woman was sitting on the other end of the bench. She was one of the things that would seem both fuzzy and sharp to Freddie when she thought about this day later on. Perhaps because she had cried her eyes into a semi-functional state by then. There was nothing particularly unusual about the woman herself. But something was wrong with her clothing, which looked as if it had been through a shredder. It was, thought Freddie, pretty good clothing, the kind of blouse and slacks her mum wore to work, plus flats and a little green purse. Or that was what it had been until recently. Afterwards, Freddie would remember staring at the rags that the blouse had become and thinking about how the fabric looked almost new. The slacks were in ribbons. One of the blouse's arms had been yanked almost entirely off, and the front of the blouse was gaping open, hanging together only by its two remaining buttons. Freddie twisted her neck a bit farther to the right, shifting her eyes up towards the woman's face. 
the woman was gazing straight ahead of her, off into the trees, apparently oblivious to Freddy's presence. She had dark brown hair, neither long nor short, that had also been through the shredder, then tangled into knots and shoved down over her face. Freddy sat up, still blinking away tears. She couldn't go to pieces with some stranger here. At her movement, the woman spoke. Still staring into the woods, she said, Have you ever had one of those days where everything goes so stupidly wrong that you find yourself saying every five minutes, Now, this can't possibly get any worse. And then it does? Freddie edged very slightly away from her. She knew she wasn't supposed to talk to strangers. She didn't like talking to strangers. Strangers always wanted to make a...